0: Hi, I'm Daniela from Mella Pet Care, and I am here with Emily T. Gale. So welcome, and thank you for joining us today.
1: I am delighted to join you today. I'm so happy that our mutual friend Ben and your associate invited me to have a conversation with you.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. I love that you know Ben and that we have that connection. Do you wanna just mention Ben a little bit and how you know him?
1: You know, Ben, like so many people your age, I'm a little older, I'm in my seventies, and years ago in Detroit, I created a movement called Say Nice Things about Detroit long before people were really on the bandwagon of Detroit and uh, I started the first foot race in the city of Detroit and Ben reached out to me like so many do uh, he really wanted to uh, do something together. he had a, a nonprofit called newcomers he had moved to Detroit and he was just such an advocate for the people that were moving into the city to get involved in Detroit. And and I love it when newcomers into Detroit or people have lived there forever but grew up a generation later than their parents who were great supporters of mine back in the 70s and 80s reach out to me. And when Ben did, I was so enthusiastic about his enthusiasm. He moved to Chicago. We kind of lost touch, but I've been thinking about him a lot because I find that when I meet people, I like to keep In touch with them in spirit i always figure there's a reason i've met somebody and that down the road that they're they're a part of my big holistic world and down the road and when i i reached out to ben a few weeks ago and discovered what he's doing and once again he inspires me with his knowledge of technology and how he's using it to make a difference in the world
0: it's amazing yeah i definitely have enjoyed every moment of working with ben but you are in hawaii now how did you end up in hawaii well i had
1: retail stores in detroit and on one of the stores i had was on a street corner that everybody laughed when i took it over and put a, a retail store in there and um many years later everybody wanted that corner uh, including mcdonald's and <laughs> i always say to people gentrification isn't something new it's really just somebody else has more money <clears throat> so we were booted out of our location which had become one of the busiest spots in Detroit just a lot of bad turn of events and I had done the Ironman in 1981 with my partner who I call him Herb Squires and we got very involved in helping the Ironman create their foundation of of just organizing an event in the early years because we were like many people pioneers in the world of running back in the 70s and 80s there weren't a lot of people creating runs in cities and things like that. And um, when we had this turn, bad turn of events in Detroit, went broke, lost our home, everything, you know, people thought we were had found a gold mine in the streets of Detroit. We ended up uh, coming to Hawaii and I was the interim race director for the Ironman for Valerie Silk, who was the owner of the Ironman at the time. Thought it was gonna be temporary. It turned out to be about 35 years. And like I always like to tell everybody, it was the lowest point in my life. And it's all turned out okay, and that can happen when you have a low point in your life.
0: Honestly, absolutely, that is very true. And so, okay, so we're both here because we love animals. So tell me a little bit about your cat who was recently diagnosed with diabetes. What was the process there? And now you didn't know a lot about diabetes in cats. What's your understanding now? I had two cats. They
1: were uh, kittens of a feral cat, and you know, I've been raising them about ten or twelve years, and. You know, pretty much just going by what I learned from friends and Googling a lot and learning a lot and very interested, but it never occurred to me. You're always worried, like they've had some problems at the time. One cat lost his tear a lot, and now it's real healthy. And my other cat was very heavy, but I started noticing that he was drinking a lot. And I started Googling about it and thought, and he talked about it, perhaps diabetic. And I was like, what, cats get diabetes? So I took him to the vet and sure enough. He was diabetic, and um, I've been feeding him dry food. I didn't really understand that carbohydrates it doesn't mean it was created by feeding him dry food and high carbohydrate, but I learned that that's, you know, gives him a proclivity for diabetes. What I've learned and why I was so appreciative when I got in touch with Ben and realized what he was doing with the pet thermometer is just just the educating of pet owners because while I've been educating myself as a pet owner over the last 10 or 12 years, it took a real leap the last few months because I've had to change the cat's diet. I've started looking, I'm not doing the insulin. I, I haven't decided to do that. Um, just going through choices. What am I going to do? I really need to be educated. Just like any kind of when we have some kind of diagnosis, <laughs> I always thought I was proactive and preventive care for them, but I, but I really wasn't. And now, what I'm learning is just how much there is to learn and how I can help that cat, my cat, Pono Boy, have a comfortable life. The change of diet is difficult because I left food out for him all the time. And of course he ate it all the time. And now having to regulate his, his eating and, and I see his feet, he's walking a little different, You know all the things I'm learning about the neuropathy. But I didn't ever think about how much we can take upon ourselves as pet owners. And as I've been watching what Penn and you and and your team are doing with, with Mela and seeing what your future is. I mean, what you're creating for the future with Mela to make it so much easier for us as pet owners to take good care of our pets. Even with the diabetes, I'm learning, oh, every day there's newer things on the market that you can take a look at, you know, maybe doing. So that's that's been a big thing for me, and and it just seems so timely that, Ben and I reconnected at a time where I'm really going through learning to be more proactive about taking care of my cat instead of just having a couple pets that I love dearly and we have a lot of fun together.
0: Of course yeah and I know something we're working on is just education that we've kind of noticed a trend that we ask pet parents hey did you know that knowing your pet's temperature is important they go no idea had no idea and so do you feel like education about pet health is hard to find? Is it just something that you would have to find on Google that sometimes may not be reliable?
1: I feel like there's a lot of it out there. And like everything, when you're Googling, you don't know what's reliable and what's not. I tend to be, I love information. So I tend to look up things a lot and read a lot and try to find a balanced place in there, of how I feel. But as I'm looking at what you're doing with, with uh, Mella. I didn't, I didn't even think about pets taking, getting their temperature taken. Like when I take my cat in for an exam and they take them to another room and, you know, all those little things, I think what it makes me realize is how there can be more kindness in pet care. And, 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 you know, even the veterinarians feel the same way, right? They don't like to do some of the things they have to do. And that's what I'm learning that you're, you're thinking way beyond there, not just about educating us, but how can it be easier, just like patients are learning now with chemotherapy, the different ways that chemotherapy is administered, or the different ways of care for humans, and it's all about learning and being educated. you know knowledge is so powerful, but yeah, I think you're just you've raised the bar on the awareness we can have about what we can do at home. It hasn't applied just yet with the diabetes that I'm learning, but what it's applied to is me realizing how I can every day be a little more proactive about how to make my, my diabetic cat more comfortable. And I feel like that's what you're evolving. You're leading us all too, all of us pet owners into evolving into even more caring about our pets, how we can be more careful with them.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what we're aiming towards. Like right now, we just have a thermometer. But that it's not just a product. It's really just an entire movement. While the thermometer is just the first step, it's certainly not going to end with this. And we'd love to have you and other pet parents and vets and anything from breeders and trainers to, say, your dog groomer that lives in your town, just join us on this journey. No, we touched a lot about education. But what we're other struggles that you've faced in terms of understanding your pets
1: just when do you take your cat to a vet mm-hmm. i try to treat it like i treat myself i don't go to the doctor for everything i tend to feel that you know a lot of holistic healing right just i'll be okay and so that that's been one that i i'm glad that i come to a pace with that that have their yearly exams but a lot of things like they've gotten in a couple of fights with the new cats in the neighborhood. <gasps> should I, gosh, they're not letting me clean up their, you know, their bites. Will it heal organically or will it, you know, can I a little bit at a time clean it up? So I, that's been a good one for me to get over, not feeling, Oh, I should take them to the vet. Look, their ears, you know, they got got another animal's bit their ear and it's worked out. Okay. You know, they're they they they're healers, you know. They're used to kind of being in battle. So I, I get that.
0: And I know, okay, so you are keeping up with our journey, and that's amazing. But how can we keep up with yours?
1: Yeah, I'm um, Emily T. Gale on all social media, on Instagram and um, Facebook. Uh, what else? Um, stories. um Twitter. And I'm also saying nice things about Detroit and all those too, because the movement that was started back in the 1970s and 80s out of my retail store, Emily's Across the Street, is stronger now than ever because there are more and more people appreciating that they they love their city. They love their Detroit love. And so I'd love for people to follow me on that. I know that Detroit love is still in the heart of Ben <laughs> and, and, you know, he can a lot when he was in Detroit with his newcomers. It was a wonderful um, approach to taking his, wanting to be a part of a city that he just moved to, and he was a newcomer. And I love that he reached out to me, and I would love for anybody that would like to reach out to me that has nice things to say about Detroit, but would like to learn more about Detroit or somehow connect and be supportive of what is going on in Detroit. And I want to be supportive of where they live. Most of all, we say that wherever you live, work, or play, you can enjoy your city, but if you have nice things to say about Detroit, please do so. A lot of nice things about about um, Mela. I just love it. I love what I'm going to learn from you. I love what I've already learned, and, and the two of you have already connected me with your friends <laughs> through the different things, other interests that we have, so the weaving that Ben and I started with each other a couple of years ago is continuing at a really nice pace. I love the technology that all of you put into the work that you do, not just for getting a, you know, moving life forward, but to make a difference. And that's what I love about what you do with the technology. So many of you that are your age are doing these days. It's wonderful. I'm inspired.
0: Gosh, thank you. And we're inspired by you. Love the mission. Um, I will visit Detroit one day and then I will definitely have so many nice things to say about it, but thank you so much, for having a chat with me today. It has been wonderful. And I hope we keep in touch. And I hope that everyone who's listening today also reaches out and says has nice things to say about their city, about Detroit, about us, about Hawaii maybe. Okay, have a good day.
1: Okay, aloha.